Welcome to the Prophecy Club. I want to go back over this last dream from Dana Coverstone called People Like Firecrackers. That's the name I've given it. It came to him August 10th, 2020. I'm going to go back over it because I think it's saying some very important things that we need to remember. These are things that we must pray away from everything I see. I believe that America is standing at a crossroads. We're at a Y on the road. Either we go to the left, meaning we go down and we go into captivity and the Russians attacking, or we turn because we just do exactly what Second Chronicles 7.14 says, that we humble ourselves and we turn from our wicked ways and we turn to him and he heals our land. And that would mean probably things like great cures like diabetes and cancer being released, a lot of the things that have been suppressed, also suppressed inventions, anti-gravity, zero-point energy, in other words, unlimited energy, all kinds of amazing things, which there are prophecies out for that too. Neville Johnson out of Australia was shown that by an angel in person. But I think it boils down to us. Now, when I say us, it boils down to the church. What is the church going to do? And when I say the church, how many people are going to be praying for this? You see, unless they understand the dire consequences, they're not going to pray. Unless they understand that America is heading towards the prophecy of Dimitri Dudem and the fall of America, the Russians attack and all of that. Unless they understand that, they're probably not going to be serious enough to do a 48-hour fast. What I'm trying to say is, brothers and sisters, if America is going to be saved, it's going to be due to the people that are willing to fast 48 hours to come together on trumpets, the Feast of the Lord, which is judgment, come together, decide that we're going to take back our nation because the weapons of our warfare are mighty through God. They're not carnal. They're not holding up signs. They're not burning, looting, and painting signs on the side of the buildings. Our weapons are fasting and prayer, and that's what we're going to do. And I believe that if enough of us gather together, do this 48-hour fast, if we pray right, if we have the right heart, we have a clean heart, if we pray right, I believe we can take back this nation. Not only will Donald Trump win, but we can have some of the greatest days in human history. That's what is before us. And I want to say that all of this Demetri Dudeman prophecies, while we know it has to come, we, I honestly believe it does not have to come this year or next year. I honestly believe we can move it off. But the only way we're going to move it off, the only way we're going to push it off is by fasting and prayer. And in this case, as Dana Coverstone was shown, in this case, just praying here or there, just praying out on our own, that's not enough. In this case, we have to assemble together just like they did in the upper room. That's why we're calling this Solemn September Assembly, which, by the way, if you want to find out all about it, you go to watchmanstrumpet.com. What's Watchman's Trumpet? Well, that's just it. It's nothing. It's not connected with any denomination or any doctrinal position. It is just simply a website that explains what we're doing, a 48-hour fast coming together, and it'll explain all of it to you, what we're going to be doing, and you can get all signed up to come. And by, But that's another thing. Uh, we are calculating, just in a rough estimate, the price of this meeting is going to be somewhere between twenty-five dollars and $30,000. Yeah, well, you know, you rent a place that seats 5,000 people, though they won't let more than 572. And now we're hearing it might not even be that many based upon we're working that all out. 
but there's a lot of expenses to it. And I'm not talking about advertising. I'm talking about just like the audio man, the the video projectors. So we're estimating around twenty five, thirty thousand dollars. If there's five hundred people, well, that's somewhere around five hundred dollars each. So we don't want to ask people to give five hundred dollars to pay the cost of the meeting. I believe that there's people out there that maybe you can't attend, but you can certainly help with some of the finances. So if God has blessed you, if you want to help us to put on this meeting, then we would love to have your gifts at this time. I look at it this way. If someone is willing to put up the money to come to fast and to pray, put their face on the ground, fast for 48 hours to save this nation, and maybe I can't come, but I can certainly help with the expenses of the meeting, then that would be a good thing because I don't want to have to raise it more than $25. I don't want to do that. I believe, I believe it's important enough. I believe Prophecy Club people can come together and we can do this thing. And as I said to our congregation, I said to my family, I do not know what God is going to do at this meeting. He hasn't told me. I cannot promise anything supernaturally. But in my spirit, uh, well, here's what I told my son this morning. I said, my spirit, I believe that this is going to change everything. Change everything in our nation. Change everything in this ministry. I think we're going to look back and put a finger on September 18, 19, and 20, and we're going to say it all started there. I think the power of God is going to show up in a very big way. Now, what he does, I don't know. But you're gathering 48 hours of fasting and praying, righteous people, tongue-talking people, though there's no requirements for any of that, and you're fasting, you're praying for the nation, you can guarantee God is going to show up big time. So let's go on to this dream. I want to talk about it. Pastor Diana Coverstone says, I dreamt I saw the month of October as a calendar. It was waving as if it was blown by a strong wind, but not violent wind. I saw a finger appear and point to the, here it is, here it is, the second week of October, and it dragged the finger through the third week of the month. So that's the second week of October through the third week of the month. All right, well, why would the second week of October and the third week of October, why would that be important? Now, he goes on to say, it covered the second and third week of October. Then it pointed to October 31st and held it in that position and tapped it and held it there. Now, in the past, the finger just would underline something or tap it three times. But here, he tapped it and then held it there. So he's saying something big is going to come the second and third week of October, and then specifically October 31st. Now, what could that be? All right, well, let's just take a second here. We know that uh, from the video called Catastrophe, Meteor, Tsunami, and Earthquake, made by Ephraim Rodriguez out of Puerto Rico, he saw a vision of a large meteor hit Mona Island just west of Puerto Rico, causing a tsunami a 1,000 foot high there, going up the eastern seaboard of America 200 to 400 foot high and going inland anywhere from 20 to 100 miles inland. In other words, basically wiping out our east coast. Where the meteor landed was an earthquake fault, going up the Mississippi River Valley to the Great Lakes, splitting the Great Lakes all the way down to the Gulf of Mexico. Now, there's various versions of this. Somewhere it wasn't quite as bad. So it all depends on what we do. 
what God is saying. He shows one a really, really bad case. He shows another, like Leslie was shown, it just splits down to Tupelo, Mississippi. Well, hey, that's still bad. We're talking about millions of people and billions of property being destroyed. So anyway, it says uh, Great Lakes, Hollywood, and to the Gulf of Mexico, much of the West Coast from California all the way up into Alaska fell into the ocean. Now, I get these dreams and visions and prophetic words. By the way, thank you. Sending them into askstan at prophecyclub.com. I mean, it's got to where a major part of my day is going through and looking at them. Which, by the way, if you do send in a video from YouTube or something, please tell me what I need to see. And also give me the time code that I will find that at. Because, I mean, you send a 90-minute video, and I spend 90 minutes watching it. And then I scratch my head and say, I wonder what they want me to see. So it's very important for you to tell me what I need to look for and tell me the time code or time codes to go to to see that so that I find what you want me to see. And also, don't just, how do I say this? Don't just send me stuff that's interesting. Send me stuff that you think is worthy to go on the air. In other words, there's lots, (laughs) I'm getting covered up with interesting things. I need things that you think pertain to the prophecies, a confirmation of the prophecies, things that might need to go on the air or something I need to know because something else has been on the air. In other words, really, really important stuff. If you're not sure, go ahead and send it. But I'm saying, in other words, I'm <laughs> I'm getting a lot of stuff. Anyway, so back to October 31st. What could this be? Now let's go on to the next sentence. I saw a rock fly out of the sky. What's a rock fly out of the sky? That's a meteor, isn't it? Oh, 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 here, I got off subject here. Let me back up. Because, so this guy, Ephraim Rodriguez, is coming in to do this DVD. I thought, well, if he's the only one that saw this, we don't have to pay attention to it. Because the Bible says the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. So I got on the Internet, and unfortunately, I found six people. that saw a large meteor hit near Puerto Rico. Four people saw a tsunami hit the east coast of the United States. Six people saw America split into two pieces. Three people saw large chunks of California fall into the ocean. And nine people saw that America was split. Here it is, because she split Israel. What just happened the other day? UAE, the United Arab Emirates, just kissed and made up with Israel. And according to Trump, there's a lot more of that coming. And according to other sources, they believe that there's about to be an opportunity for a big peace agreement with Israel. Now, that all sounds wonderful, doesn't it? Yeah, we'd love to have peace in the Middle East. Well, we would, as long as it's not splitting Israel. In other words, Israel can't give up any land. My opinion, what needs to happen is Jordan needs to say, okay, we'll give them a chunk of our land. Or maybe Egypt says, we'll give them a chunk of our land. Or Lebanon. In other words, don't split Israel. Bring peace. That's good. Give the Palestinians land. That's good. Just don't give them Israel land. That's what will kill America. That will be the thing that causes our fall. Now, let's go back to what it's saying. It covered the second and third week of October. Then it pointed to October 31st. Then I saw a rock fly out of the sky and land in a large pond. Now, that is, how do I say But that's God speak, my opinion, for saying that could be. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean anything is going to happen. None of this has to happen. This is like Jonah. I think that God is doing a Jonah thing on Dana Coverstone. In other words, if Nineveh will repent, it doesn't have to be destroyed in 40 days. And all of this doesn't have to happen to America. But I'll tell you, 
it, you can't count on the other Christians. If they aren't receiving Demetrius' message, are they going to believe this? If they don't believe the other things we're talking about on the Prophecy Club, see, I, I really believe, and, and I'm not trying to be arrogant here, but I really believe that if we're going to stop this, it is primarily up to Prophecy Club. Yes, I've heard some other meetings are forming out there. Good for them. God bless them. I, I hope that they're here, heard, and I believe that all of the prayers are heard. But the question is, is it going to be enough? So he saw the finger the second, third week of October and then pointed, tapped, and held it there on October 31st. He sees a rock fly to the sky and land into a large pond. In my opinion, that's probably because America split Israel. In other words, it could be that close. We split Israel. God's going to split us. That happens. Stick a fork in us. It's over. It's done. It's a matter of time before the Russians say, hmm, I think maybe it's time to launch our missiles. The ripples started off small, but became vicious waves, like when the wind blows stronger and the ripples start to go further out. Isn't that what the prophecy says? That it would hit just west of Puerto Rico on a little deserted island called Mona Island, causing a tsunami a thousand foot high at Puerto Rico. But then when it hit America, it was 200 to 400 foot high inland up our eastern seaboard, anywhere from 20 to 100 miles inland. I think that that is God speak for saying this is what's coming. In other words, what that's saying is that meteor, the splitting of Israel, could very well be coming in October. If we're paying attention to see the United Arab Emirates kiss and make up with Israel, shake hands and decide they're going to cooperate, work together, that ought to be like a huge trumpet in our ears saying it's very close. Trump even said even more is coming. Let's go on. I saw federally elected officials' faces that I recognize. I saw specific governors and agency leaders. I saw radicals we see in Portland, Seattle, Minneapolis, but they had wicks coming out of their heads like a firecracker. Simultaneously, in the second week of October, I saw all these wicks coming out of their heads were lit on fire. Now, it might mean that there's something happens to them physically, or it might mean that they just literally blow up, not in terms of like, I shouldn't say literally, but I mean spiritually, maybe that's a better way to say it, spiritually blow up, and they just explode in anger. Simultaneously, in the second week of October, I saw all these wicks come out of the heads were lit on fire. Federal officials had heads the shape of like old M80 firecrackers. Those are the big ones, the real powerful ones. The governors had heads shaped like black cat firecrackers, the one and a half inch sized firecracker. Everyone else had heads like the smaller ladyfinger firecrackers, meaning that there's different powers that each of these people have. These people were talking and getting animated, yelling and screaming. Their facial expressions went from normal to red face to jumping up and down out of their mind, primal, screaming. Then everybody's head blew up all at the same time. Well, we'd like to think that that is God giving us a great deliverance, but it might not be. It might be saying these people absolutely go through the roof in the second, third week of October. Okay, so what is that? Well, that's a few weeks, in some cases a few days, before the election. Don't you know that if Donald Trump is elected, 
Well, even Leslie said last night, I was I was watching Fox News. She was in the kitchen. She said, if Trump wins, there's going to be an internal revolution. And I said, and if Trump doesn't win, there's going to be an internal revolution. The question is, who's angry? Are the good guys angry or the bad guys angry? Well, let me tell you, if the bad guys get angry, that's one level of anger. But if the Christians get angry on this level, if we detect that that election has been stolen and that Trump really won and it was stolen, I think you're going to see a different kind of an anger. You're going to see an anger in America like you've never seen. It's one thing when the evil people get angry, but when the righteous anger comes out of the church, when good people feel like they've been stabbed in the back, oh, it will be much worse than anything else. My feeling is I think Trump will win. Like I said, matter of fact, this was my answer to her last night. I said, I think Trump will win, but the question is whether the voting is accurate. It may be that Trump wins, but they still give it to Biden-Harris. In other words, they cheat. That's what they do. They lie, cheat, steal, kill. That's what they just do. That's what the devils do. Then it goes on to say the people were still alive, but their heads were blowing up, resulting in sparks and debris flying all over the area. The sparks started other fires all around them. Does that sound like an internal revolution? Does that sound like what my answer to that is maybe Trump wins and these people just absolutely lose it? They lose it and the sparks flying over, debris flying all over the area, starting other fires around them. Does that sound like the other dream that he had talking about the wolves? They're going out stirring up trouble. In other words, the fall of America will start with an internal revolution in America started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. Does that sound like it? It does to me. I saw protests taking place in the month of October intensify. The peaceful protesters and bystanders became part of the violent protests. Then the violent protesters attacked and assaulted the peaceful protesters, saying, if you're not doing this or that, you're not one of us. And they began to assault the peaceful protesters, who were deemed not to be as violent or vicious as they should be. Some of those non-violent protesters were left on the side of the road, some dead. They had been beaten because they were not protesting violently enough. Does that sound like some of the people start fighting against the government? They were not doing all the things they were told to do. If they're not violent enough, they were beaten. I saw them turn to the elderly people. I saw elderly people being attacked because they were older Americans that held to the Constitution and the flag because they have common sense values or what we would call Christian values, a commitment to faith and biblical principles. I saw these people trying to get into nursing homes to attack older people. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems. Does that sound like it? It does to me. Then I saw a $100 bill the size of a flag hanging on a flagpole burning on one corner. It was being lowered like a flag is lowered at the end of the day. People had their hands over their hearts and were crying because their god of money was being lowered. The dollar had lost its value and it burned. Only about one third of it was left. To the protesters, the death of the dollar was a celebration. People were celebrating while other Americans were devastated and totally torn up by what they were seeing. Some people were celebrating the dollar was dying and near dead. The value of the American dollar was dying. I heard someone playing taps in the background. 
Do you remember Shane Warren saying that the dollar was going to die? Do you remember Daniel Davis, a missionary out of Costa Rica, came and made a DVD called I Saw the Dollar Dead? So we have a lot of prophecies that say the dollar dies. Do you also remember that I read from finalwakeupcall.info about how there's a new QFS system coming on, a quantum financial system where a quantum computer is linked to 11 satellites, and they're in the process, according to finalwakeupcall.info, they're bringing in a new financial system that is gold-backed, and that the dollar apparently is not going to be part of that. So this all could be fitting together. This could all be part of coming into a new global financial system. Now, Shane Warren was shown that the dollar fell because the oil countries like Iran and other countries began to start selling oil and trading it for gold. Gold for oil, oil for gold, crashing in the dollar. Well, there's a lot of ways the dollar can crash. God has been holding it up for these years. But it could be just around the corner, it's about to crash. Unless... We come together. In this case, onesies and twosies, here's and there's, is not enough. Now, again, we're going to ask everybody that doesn't make it to continue to pray. But I think in this case, if we're going to save this nation, it is basically up to Prophecy Club. I know that sounds pretty arrogant, but uh, how many people are going to pray that don't even believe this stuff? Are they going to pray? If they don't understand Dimitri's warning, if they don't understand these other warnings out there, are they going to gather to pray? Are they going to fast 48 hours? No. I don't see a problem. If they're looking for the rapture to come and pull them up into the sky so they don't have to avoid any trouble, well, they're not going to get on their face for 48 hours and fast and pray. They're not. What I'm trying to say is if, if we're going to save our nation, if we're going to give our nation more time, if we're going to turn this thing around, it's not all up to Prophecy Club, but most of it probably is. In other words, in this case, you can't just listen. In this case, you can't just sit there anymore. In this case, you got to find a way to get to this meeting. Praying wherever you are, great. We're going to live stream it too. Great. But the prophecy says we have to assemble, just like in the upper room. Look, if you had been in Jerusalem that day, if you had been out on the street, oh, yeah, yeah, I know they're having a, a meeting in the upper room, but, I, but I'm going to just stay out here. Oh, I've heard, yeah, there's, there's a meeting in Jerusalem, but, you know, I, I'm a whole half a day walk from there. I'll just, I'll just stay right here. And then you heard about the mighty rushing wind, the tongues of fire, speaking in tongues, prophecies that you missed, and yet it was only a few steps away, or maybe a half a day walk, or maybe a whole day walk. In those days, sometimes they had to walk two or three days to get to a location. Their place they went to, they either rode like a, a cart or walked. Most of the people just walked where they were going to go. But in this case, for them to be a part of the power of God, they had to gather together in the upper room. Jesus commanded them to gather together. And that's what I believe God is calling us to do right now, is to gather together. The prophecy said, an assembly, a solemn assembly in the month of September, which is why we call it the solemn September assembly at Watchmanstrumpet.com. Watchmanstrumpet.com tells you everything you need to know all about getting all signed up. Then I saw small churches and small groups of people kneeling and praying. They were wrestling in prayer. Now, see, that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be wrestling in prayer. There's going to be warfare. We're going to be sending out the warrior angels, brethren and sisters. There, you haven't been in a prayer meeting like this one before. 
I remember there was a meeting about 100 years ago where they set up a microphone and limited people to pray no more than five minutes. It was supposed to just go on for one day, and it went on for 26 days. That could be this meeting. They were wrestling in prayer with the spirit of the age. These kneeling and praying people were protected by bubbles of safety. I believe people who come to this meeting are going to be protected by bubbles of safety. Angels were around them, guarding them. These were the faithful core of the church that had not been compromised in their values and their faith. They were being encouraged to stay strong, to stand strong, to keep preaching and praying and believing. That's this meeting. There were relentless attacks against them, just like the ones I saw in the September dream. There were relentless attacks against them, but they stayed faithful. That's us. They were in the heat of the battle, praying, fighting, wrestling in prayer. That's this meeting. With the spirit of the age, they were fighting to stay faithful, but there were very few, but that didn't bother them. They continued to fight. Like Leslie said, I'd rather have a small number of people that are really willing to stand, kneel, get on their face, to pray, to fast, and to fight in the Spirit than a whole big room of people that are just lukewarm. It's important that we have the right people coming. And what I'm praying, yes, I want to see the room filled, but I'm praying that God will send the right people and enough of the right people that will be able to reach the throne, will be able to turn this nation around. I saw a small gate behind each of these people praying. I was reminded of Matthew seven thirteen and 14, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be that go thereat, because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way that leadeth to eternal life, and few there be that find it. Then I saw puffed up pastors and prophets wearing very expensive suits. They were preaching against the idea of any coming persecution. Now, let me tell you what I think this is. I think that the pre-trib bubble is about to bust. I think that there are going to be a lot of these pre-tribbers that are expecting to be out here before any trouble. And what this is saying is the trouble is about to hit, and a lot of the pre-trib bubbles are about to bust, and they're going to start asking questions of their pastors, and their pastors are going to have to answer those questions. I saw puffed-up pastors and prophets wearing expensive suits, preaching against the idea of any coming persecution. See, that's pre-trib. These are they who had promised prosperity, health, and wealth, only good things. As they spoke, their words began to become slurred like they were drunk. Suddenly, their clothes began coming off. The tie was loosened and taken off. The shirt was taken off. They were standing completely naked. In other words, their secrets had been exposed. I think the book, How Pre-Trib One, is probably going to be a part of exposing their secrets. Their secrets of the 501c3. The secrets of how the board members actually tell the man behind, or the woman, behind the the pulpit what they're going to preach and what they're not going to preach. People in high places within the church tell the people what they're going to believe and what they're not going to believe, and they're not following the Bible as they're supposed to be following it. Seeing they were standing completely naked, I saw the rug being pulled out from under them. In other words, they were exposed. I think that book, How Pre-Trib One, which, by the way, we do have in stock now at prophecyclub.com, How Pre-Trib One, One for Twenty, 10 for 30, 20 for 50, prophecyclub.com. That book might be a part of what was causing this. I saw the rug being pulled out from under them. They went flying in the air, trying to cover their modesty while they were up in the air, but as they were floating, money started flying out of them. 
I saw money flying out of them. It was all the money that they had made from all the prosperity prophecies and ministries and things they had done selfishly. In other words, all the money that they had made decrying positive things, positive and encouraging, specifically the pre-trib rapture, all of that was taken away from them. I saw the pastors and prophets in this money land on the ground. When it landed, they bit through their tongues, and pieces of their tongues went flying out of their mouths. They tried to reach and grab their tongues, but they were always just beyond their reach. They could not pull back their prosperity words. It reminded me of the story of the emperor's new clothes. They were exposed. In other words, the lies of positive only, positive encouraging, pre-trib, the wonderful things that they've been promising, if you'll just come to church and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, all of a sudden, all of those bubbles begin bursting. I'm telling you, this is what it's saying, and it may be saying it before the end of the year, which is why getting that book, How Pre-Trib One, is going to be very important. And you get that, and you get that into your... First, you got to read it. Then you get it in the hands of your pastor. And if his or she is a man of God, they'll repent. And they'll say, you know what? Here's what ought to happen. They ought to first go in front of the board and say, look, I've been doing what you've been telling me to do. I don't really believe this. And this Sunday, I'm going up before the congregation. I can tell them, I can tell them the truth that this pre-trib rapture, it's not of God. Mid-trib, pre-rapture, not of God. There is no one going to be sucked in the air to avoid any kind of problems. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. 